This is the Christian Fellowship Guild podcast show. My name is Alec. Today is Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. Welcome to the show. So, last night I got on Anchor FM, Anchor.fm, and they're kind of a podcast distribution website. And they just put it out to everything. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcast. um, I can't remember the name of the app. I'll have to look it up and maybe post it on the Facebook page. But yeah, it puts it out to everywhere. So far, I think I just looked at Anchor.fm and we're on Spotify, at least. And there's also going to be a link directly to my Anchor.fm page. So that's cool, I guess. Um, so today is Tuesday. Yeah. Um, the title of the first devotional is "The Hope of Heaven." Uh, our, it says, <clears throat> uh, Philippians chapter three, verses twenty through twenty-one. Uh, our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. After we become followers of Jesus Christ, we come to to understand that this world is not our permanent home, that we are just passing through. Our understanding of this truth will very much impact whether or not we live as though we're here to stay, or if our focus is on our eternal residence. If we indeed are citizens of heaven, we can be encouraged today that God has prepared a place for us in eternity, and that His Son, Jesus Christ, has prepared us for this place. In essence, the Apostle Paul reminds us that we are to work for Christ as we await His return. The Bible correctly prophesied of His first coming at Bethlehem, and we can rest assured in the promises of God's Word that Jesus is coming again. How this truth affects each of us has a lot to do with where we are in our pilgrimage and what we are going through right now in our lives. Many of us reading this devotional are facing a physical, spiritual, mental, or emotional challenge. When Jesus returns, he will change us radically. For those suffering with with illnesses, for instance, he will give a new, perfect, pain-free body. May God's promise of heaven cause us to turn our faces toward heaven in gratitude and raise our hands in praise to the one who will be making all things new. And uh, again, I have commentary from, I believe it was Matthew Henry. I didn't type it out who it was from, but it's uh, today's episode is going to be pretty in-depth, I think. it's my, uh, my show notes is like nine pages. so uh, And if it is Matthew Henry for the commentary, this is what he has to say about uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 through 21. This simple dependence and earnestness of soul were not, were not mentioned as if the apostle had gained the prize or were already made perfect in the Savior's likeness. He forgot the things which were behind so as not to be content with past labors or present measures of grace. He reached forth, stretched himself forwards toward his point, expressions showing great concern to become more and more like unto Christ. He who runs a race must never stop short at the end, but press forward as fast as he can. So those who have heaven in their view must still press forward to it in holy desires and hopes and constant endeavors. Eternal life is the gift of God, 
but it is in Christ Jesus. Through his hand it must come to us, as it is produced for us by him. There is no getting to heaven as our home, but by Christ as our way. True believers in seeking this assurance, as well as to glorify him, will seek more nearly to resemble his sufferings and death by dying to sin, and by crucifying the flesh with its affections and lusts. In these things there is great difference among real Christians, but all know something of them. Believers make Christ all in all, and set their hearts upon another world. If they differ from one another, and are not of the same judgment in lesser matters, yet they must not judge one another. While they all meet now in Christ, and hope to meet shortly in heaven, let them join in all the great things in which they are agreed, and wait for further light as to lesser things wherein they differ. The enemies of the cross of Christ mind nothing but their sensual appetites. Sin is the sinner's shame, especially when glorified in. The way of those who mind earthly things may seem pleasant, but death and hell are at the end of it. If we choose their way, we shall share their end. The life of a Christian is in heaven, where his head and his home are, and where he hopes to be shortly. He sets his affections upon things above, and where his heart is, there will his conversation be. There is glory kept for the bodies of the saints, in which they will appear at the resurrection. Then the, then the body will be made glorious, not only raised again to life, but raised to great advantage. Observe the power by which this change will be wrought. May we be always prepared for the coming of our judge, looking to have our vile bodies changed by its almighty power, and applying to him daily to, to newly create our souls unto holiness, to deliver us from our enemies, and to employ our bodies and souls in, as instruments of righteousness in his service. A couple of follow-up verses here is Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And you were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And finally, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1-4. through 4. If, then, you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So now on to the 15-minute devotional for couples. I think this is probably going to take a little bit more than 15 minutes. Um, it's a pretty long devotional, and the verses that I'm going to be reading out are pretty long, it looks like. 
So the title for today's 15-minute devotional is a question, what is success? And the scripture that we're going to be focusing on is Obadiah chapter 1, basically, the whole thing. And it says, Thus says the Lord God concerning Edom, We have heard a report from the Lord, and a messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up, let us rise against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock. In your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Though you soar aloft like the eagle, though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. If thieves came to you, if plunderers came by night, how you have been destroyed. Would they not steal only enough for themselves? If grape gatherers gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? How Esau has been pillaged, his treasures sought out. All your allies have been driven to your border, driven you to your border. Those at peace with you have deceived you. They have prevailed against you. Those who eat your bread have set a trap beneath you. You have no understanding. Will I not on that day, declare the Lord, destroy the wise men out of Edom, and understanding out of, out of Mount Esau? And your mighty men shall be dismayed, O Teman, so that every man from Mount Esau will be cut off by slaughter. Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth, and foreigners entered his gates, and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. But do not gloat over the day of your brother and the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. Do not boast in the day of distress. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not gloat over his disaster in the day of his calamity. Do not loot his wealth in the day of his calamity. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut off his fugitives. Do not hand over his survivors in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow, and shall be as though they had never been. But in Mount Zion there shall be those who escape. And it shall be holy, and the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there shall be no survivor of the house of Esau. For the Lord has spoken, those of Negeb shall possess Mount Esau, and those of Shephelah shall possess the land of Philistines. And they shall possess the land of Ephraim and the land of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. The exiles of this host of the people of Israel shall possess the land of the Canaanites as far as Zarephath. And the exiles of Jerusalem who are in Sepharad shall possess the cities of Negeb. Saviors shall go up to the survivors shall go up to the to Mount Zion to rule Mount Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So this devotional has a little bit of a story to it. Goes on to say Last summer our family rented a modest cabin at Lake Arrowhead in the San Bernardino Mountains about one hour from our home. 
It was going to be a quiet getaway to read, rest, and relax. We don't get to do these three R's enough. During the course of the three days up there, my attention was drawn to a dusty old framed verse that skipped my attention until day two. It hung in one of the bathrooms, and as I took time to read it, my eyes came across this collection of thoughts on success. Great people are just ordinary people with an extraordinary amount of determination. There is no pain without no gain without pain. When you fail the plan, you plan to fail. Change your thoughts and you can change your, your world. There are infinite possibilities and little beginnings if God is in them. Build a dream and the dream will build you. Inch by inch, anything is a cinch. <laughs> I am God's project and God never fails. Don't let impossibilities intimidate you. Do let possibilities motivate you. Make your decisions on God's ability, not your ability. What you are is God's gift to you. What you make of yourself is your gift to God. It's possible to face the music with God's song in your heart. God's delays are not God's denials. I'd rather attempt to do something great and fail than to do nothing and succeed. Look at what you have left, not at what you have lost. Find a hurt and heal it. You are God's project and God never fails. Seems like it said that twice. As I finished reading these collections of clever thoughts, I began to think upon this concept of success. Today our media tries to bombard us with all the materialism of the universe to make us compare our, our adventure with all that the world has to offer. My first thoughts were that if material success brought happiness, then all the wealthy people of the world would be very happy, and all the poor people would be very sad. But that's really the opposite of what I've observed in life. Then I said to myself, then what is success? A quote from the past flashed through my brain. Success is progressive realization of worthwhile goals. Yes, that's the whole idea of success. That must mean my wife and I have to sit down and think through some worthwhile goals, and we must attain them over a period of time. They aren't instantly attainable. They are progressively realized, postponed gratifications, if you will. Two common barriers that prevent most people from reaching their goals is one, we have made a habit of past failures and mistakes, and two, we fear failure. Because of these two negatives, many of us never reach our potential. As you and your spouse think about today's thoughts, you may want to do some homework on your definition of success. Today's prayer. Father God, may you put a protective hedge around our home so we won't be dragged down by the fears of the past. As Christians, we can be confident that our past has been forgiven. Those mistakes need not hold us back. Since you are sovereign, you know the beginning from the end. You are in complete control of our lives. We can believe your promise found in Romans 8.28. Permit our energies to focus on the present and the future, and not to be hung up over the failures of the past. Free us to think positively on worthwhile goals. Amen. So today's action bullet points are you and your spouse write a short statement regarding your purpose for life. You and your spouse sit down and write out two goals for each of the following areas of your life. Spiritual, professional, financial, family, home, leisure, and health. Let me go over that one again. You and your spouse sit down and write out two goals for each of the following areas of your life. Spiritual, professional, financial, family, home, leisure, and health. 
After each goal is written down, the quantity of each, and a date when you want it to be accomplished. For example, we want to save $500 for the, by the 1st of December. Those two qualities of a goal are very important because with them, you can measure how you, di how you did by the 1st of December. List two or three activities that you will do to accomplish these goals and check back, check back each month to see how you are doing in these areas. So back to the original bit of scripture here, Obadiah, just well, Obadiah chapter one. Um, we're gonna do a little bit of digging here. Um, so uh, yeah, Matthew Henry, Matthew Henry commentary uh, says this prophecy is against Edom. Its destruction seems to have been typical as their father Esau's rejection, and to refer to the destruction of the enemies of the gospel church. Edom shall be spoiled and brought down. All the enemies of God's church shall be disappointed in the things they stay themselves on. God can easily lay those low who magnify and exalt themselves, and will do it. Carnal security ripens men for ruin, and makes the ruin worse when it comes. Treasures on earth cannot be so safely laid up, but that thieves may break through and steal. It is therefore our wisdom to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven. Those that make flesh their trust arm it against themselves. The God of our covenant will never deceive us, but if we trust men with whom we join ourselves, it may prove to us a wound and dishonor. God will justly deny those understanding to keep out of danger, who will not use their understandings to keep out of sin. All violence, all unrighteousness, is sin, but it makes the violence far worse if it be done against any of God's people. Their barbarous conduct towards Judah and Jerusalem is charged upon them. And reflecting on ourselves, it is good to consider what we should have done, to compare our practice with the scripture rule. Sin, thus looked upon in the glass of the commandment, will appear exceedingly sinful. Those have a great deal to answer for those have a great deal to answer for who are idle spectators of the troubles of their neighbors when able to be active helpers. Those make themselves poor who think to make themselves rich by the ruin of the people of God, and those deceive themselves who call at that call what? who call all that their oh who call all that their own on which they can lay their hands in a day of calamity. Though judgment begins at the house of God, it shall not end there. Let sorrowful believers and insolent oppressors know that the troubles of the righteous will soon end, but those of the wicked will be eternal. Uh, let's see here. Some follow-up scripture. Still a good amount here. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. And Romans chapter 10 verses 1 through 13. Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. 
But the righteousness based on faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Isaiah 55, uh, verses 1-7 through 7. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat what is good, and delight in yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me, hear that your soul may live, and I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And this devotional uh, has at the end, uh, I don't know, maybe a, call it a poem, titled, What to Count. Don't count how many years you've spent. Just count the good you've done, the times you've lent a helping hand, the friends that you have won. Count your deeds of kindness, the smiles, not the tears. Count all the pleasures that you've had, but never count the years. So I hope those who are continually listening to this new show uh, have enjoyed. Uh, It's helping me get more into the Word and kind of become committed to kind of sharing this my journey with you guys um i hope as the the episodes continue to come out that more and more people will be able to listen um and i you know i pray that you you guys maybe god will lead you guys to share my show so that others may hear it and that's the end of the show thanks guys